Welcome to another episode of Don't Be a Momster. Please follow me or if you have any questions or comments about what I say in this particular podcast, please leave it. I always read it and I always respond. Today's episode is called Your Kids Aren't As Resilient As You Think. Now, the reason why I decided to to talk about this particular topic is because I was on a plane doing holiday traveling with my family. And I just happened to overhear I wasn't listening to the details of the conversation because you know, the plane's loud and I had my three kids. But just randomly, I overheard a father talking to a mother, they weren't married, it was um, two separate families. And they each had their kids. And I heard this father say they were talking about masks, the kids wearing masks at school and how the kids finally went back to school. And the father made a comment about the kids being resilient, him not worrying about the impact that these masks, having to wear the masks at school and the impact that the pandemic has had on them. And, you know, he just made a simple comment, you know, the kids are resilient. And then they moved on to the next topic. And that just got me thinking because it's not the first time that I've heard parents say, oh, kids are resilient, they'll be just fine. And as much as I wish that that was true, and I actually used to believe it too, you know, I would hear people saying it. And I thought that, you know, that was true, you know, everybody says it. But the problem is, it's not true. And in a way, and no disrespect to parents at all, because, you know, we already have so much on our plate. But it's also a way of parents making it seem like everything's going to just be okay, that their kids are going to be fine. But the problem that I think a lot of parents don't realize is that children don't have the emotional vocabulary to be able to articulate how they are feeling. They don't know what questions that need to be asked. So they look fine. They look unbothered. However, their brains are being constructed and molded. Everything that you do, everything that you say to your children, around your children, about your children, their brains are being constructed. And we talk about that. We talk about how kids are like sponges. So if kids are sponges, then they can't really be resilient. And like real talk, when you really think about it, it doesn't really take a genius to see that our children aren't resilient. They're the opposite. You know, just look at adults today. The vast majority of the population, the problems, all stem from what was learned during childhood. The negative thoughts that you experience the painful emotions, a lot of the mental health issues come from these belief systems that were created during childhood. And if an adult has an ounce of self-awareness, any self-awareness, you know that your problems stem from what you learned from childhood. Now, you know, all these things were created accidentally, but they're still haunting most adults today. And I'm not talking about, 
you know, huge traumas. You know, most parents are aware their children probably need help when a big trauma happens, like a death to somebody that was close to the child, or maybe the child experienced some type of abuse, or even something like a divorce. You know, I'm talking about the little things that can shape a child without a parent really being aware of the changes that's happening within the child, you know, the conversations that are overheard, arguments between parents, how parents respond to their children when their kids want their attention, you know, how much meaningful time you spend with your kids. You know, do you turn off your phone when your kids are around to make sure that they understand that you are important, that they are important to you? How you handle your children when they come to you with a problem? You know, do you judge them? Do you make fun of them? Do you belittle their problems? These experiences are the ones that can actually be more dangerous because parents are unaware of how it impacts their kids. And how can parents know? You know, if the child is not even aware of how it's shaping them themselves, you know, that's what is so difficult about being a parent There are so many things that are happening at the same time that we are dealing with. You know, as a mom, I'm constantly not even thinking about the parenting stuff, like me being present with my kids. You know, I'm constantly I have 15 things on my mind at one time from doing the laundry, folding clothes. What are they going to wear tomorrow? Making breakfast, lunch, preparing for dinner, making sure that I have groceries, making sure I have snacks. These snacks, how many snacks that they want, the different types of snacks, making sure that the snacks are healthy and that I'm not putting extra chemicals that are killing my kids. There are so many things that I am constantly thinking about as a parent. But then there's also these invisible, other invisible things that I am learning even today, I'm learning to be more conscious about and really acknowledging that my children are not resilient. And I have to be conscious of every single thing that I say every single thing that I do around them, because it is shaping them. And they're not able to talk to me about it. So I have to be like double aware of what I say and how it could potentially be how it could potentially impact their well being. There's a Harvard study that says that 90, 90, 90% of your actions, your decisions, and your choices in life are based on how you feel. And these feelings arrive from belief systems that were created during your childhood. So for example, if let's say a topic of conversation, which is in a lot of households, you know, it's natural to talk about this stuff a lot because it's a big topic is money. I'm sure everybody, I'm sure your parents talked about money a lot too. You know, it's always being talked about. And because of that, your children are automatically forming belief systems about money. Now it could be good belief systems. It could be bad. Not that anything's good or bad, but you know, things around surrounding around money could be more positive and negative. So if you talk about money, your children can develop this belief system that money is my happiness. You know, a lot of people attach their self-worth, their happiness to money. And that's because that topic came up a lot where your parents talked about it or 
maybe you overheard your parents fighting about it a lot and you attach that belief system that money is the root of all evil or because they fought about it, you attached it that you need money in order to be happy. The interesting thing about children is that their brains are so incredibly dynamic and different that your older child may have this disgust with money, you know, may create this belief system that money is bad, money equals evil, but the baby might see it completely the opposite. That's why you always have to be aware of the things that you say to your children because they are taking it in right now. And something that you do not want your kids is to have an attachment to money, whether it's positive or negative, because saying that money equals my happiness is just as dangerous as saying money is the root of all evil. So that is why you have to be all we always have to be aware. And if you know that you have certain conversations around money and your children are around, then that means you need to start having conversations about, you know, there are limitations to money and this does not equal happiness. It also doesn't equal your misery as well. So just just start taking note of the conversations that you have and you do need to address it because although your children are not talking about it, it is being formed in their brain. It is in their mind right now. And they are being changed by those conversations. And so, you know, it's just our job. And I'm doing this today. You know, this isn't something from I'm not speaking on top of a mountain. But it is important that we as parents, we have to take that extra step to start evolving as humans. And now one thing that we do know, and I know I'm kind of contradicting myself (laughs) right now, because I just told you to start talking to your children more. But, you know, Kids don't always listen to what you have to say. I have to tell my kids sometimes a thousand times that it's time to, you know, go to take a bath. It's time to eat. Oh, my Lord, the amount of times I have to tell my children to sit down at the dinner table. It's like they they take a bite and have to like run a loop around the house. It's just it happens all the time. You know, children do not listen to what you say. It's kind of like innate in them. They listen to how you are. So I did tell you, you know, to talk to your kids about money. If you know that this is a conversation that you and your spouse or you have around your friends, if they're around a lot, but what's more important is that certain actions start to change because they really do listen to how you are. This is how they are really shaped, how they learn. And our kids are being impacted by every action every word that we say and we do. So we have to become responsible for how we are. We get to choose how we respond to people and experiencing. Today, we are in one of the most devastating times in our lives with this pandemic. There's so much fear, stress, anger, uncertainty surrounding COVID. And the thing is, is that You know, we all thought maybe this was going to be like six months, a year tops. You know, we thought 2021 was going to come and we would be back to normal. And here we are almost two years later, still in this land with all these crazy variations and variants and crazy names and all of this stuff that's happening that's creating even more uncertainty and more stress. This thing's not going away, you guys. You know, this is here for some time. And so... 
we have to manage our stress, manage our fear over it. You, you have to be conscious on how you are allowing it to impact your well-being. Your kids are taking notes. They are listening. They aren't even aware that the brain is taking notes. That's what's so amazing is that the brain is so dynamic and so complex and it's always taking in everything around it that we aren't even conscious of 99% of the information that's coming into the mind. And so if we're not aware of it, that means we have to be even more on top of our game, okay? Because they are always listening. And if you guys get anxious because of that new variant that is coming out, you know, they are learning how to respond to situations. They are learning to see, like they're watching you. They're like, okay, this is something that's happening. This is how that you, this is how you respond to an experience. Now, you don't have to worry about the experiences that you want to happen in your life, that you like to happen in your life, because you're going to respond joyously. You're going to respond, you know, happily. Those aren't the ones that I'm talking about being conscious and aware of. I'm talking about those experiences that you don't want to happen. Those are the ones that your children are going to learn from the most. If they see you getting anxious, they are learning. This is how you respond to these situations that you don't want to happen. If they see you get angry or sad or offended or depressed, they are learning. This is how to respond to situations that they don't like or they don't want to have. But here's the thing about life and all y'all know it. You guys are parents, you're all aware, is that there is always going to be something in your life that happens that you don't want to happen, that you don't like to happen. You can't control what others say to you and others do to you. The only thing within your control is how you choose to be. That is the greatest lesson that you can teach your children, parents. The greatest lesson in the world is that they can see that you had an experience that you didn't want to happen, that you didn't like to happen. They see you have that experience, but then they see how you respond to it. You know, if somebody comes up to you and says something mean to you and they witness it and they see you respond with love, with care, you are giving them the greatest lesson of life. Because there's always going to be something that happens. That's just how life is. You know, we all have these expectations, these standards, these things that we want to happen in life. And unfortunately, it doesn't always pan out that way. But if you make a conscious choice that you are always going to be consistently loving, consistently peaceful, consistently joyous, no matter what happens out there, they are going to pick up on that. They are going to see, oh, I can see, you know, life sometimes doesn't happen the way that I want to happen, or I didn't want that. I didn't like that what that person said to me. It doesn't have to impact the way you are inside. And that's one of the things that I talk to my children, especially my oldest one, my six-year-old. And my four-year-old is quite smart as well. So I'm able to articulate it in a little simpler term. But when something happens, you know, they take each other's toys away or somebody hits somebody or whatever, you know, that happens all the time. Somebody takes somebody's food or things that they don't want to happen. I talk to them about that. I say, you know, there's a lot of things that happen to mommy that I don't want to happen. But do you see how I respond to it? Do you see that I try to always be peaceful within? It's just life, you know, and it's really great 
way for them to learn over something that's small, you know, for them, you know, somebody taking a toy is a big deal for them. But it's not a life threatening lesson. You know, it's you can take as a parent, we can, we have so many opportunities to show our children great examples on how you can be. And so I just really encourage you just to be a little bit more conscious, a little bit more aware on how you allow outside things impact your well-being. And when I say outside things, I'm again talking about the things that you don't want to happen in your life, the things that you don't like to happen in your life. When people say crazy stuff, you always get to choose how you want to be. That is the greatest, guys, the greatest, greatest, greatest gift that you can give to your children because that is something that they can carry with them until the day that they die. They will carry that into school. They will carry that into college, grad school. They will carry that into their relationships. Talk about having, you know, being in a relationship. There's going to be plenty of times where your spouse is going to say things that you don't like. They're going to do things that you didn't even expect them to do. But if you're showing your children, you can always choose how you want to be within. They'll be just fine. They'll be able to handle anything. They'll be able to handle all that life has to offer, all the beautiful things, and it will create less fear within them. If you're constantly being responding to every single thing that happens, somebody says something you don't like and you respond with the attitude, you get angry and all that stuff, life can become really scary. And when life is scary, you tend to, you know, shut down. You put your walls up. You don't want to do anything around you because it's scary. You're like, I don't I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be mean. So I'm just going to cut these people off. I'm just going to put more walls up. I'm just going to, you know, shy away from life. I'm not going to try new things. I'm not going to step out of my comfort zone because it's scary. I don't like what happens to me. But if you give them this powerful tool where they see that it doesn't matter what happens to me, I'm going to be fine. It doesn't matter what anybody says to me. I'm going to be good because I get to choose how I want to be. I'm not going to allow an outside circumstance to impact my well-being, to impact how I am. They're going to flourish. They're going to flower. They're going to want to go out and do life, whatever that is, starting up their businesses, meeting people, traveling, doing, doing things because they're not going to be afraid of it. So to sum up everything that I've been saying, I just don't want parents to assume that the things that they're doing and the things that they're saying, the children are not being impacted by it. Every single thing that we say, every single thing that we do, your kids are taking it in, they're creating belief systems that are going to impact them as adults. So just talk to your kids a little bit more. Let them know that life's going to happen. Things are going to happen that you really want to happen. Things are going to happen that you really don't want to happen. But it doesn't have to change who you are, how you are, and how you choose to respond to those certain experiences or to those people. And again, you know, you can say it over and over and over again, but the greatest way to teach your children is by living this, is by becoming this. So then when they see something happens in your life that you don't want to happen and they see how you respond to it, they are going to learn, okay, mommy does this, daddy does this, I can do this as well. So guys, I hope that this advice was helpful for you. Please ask me any questions. If you have any comments, please follow and I will see you on another episode of Don't Be a Momster. Bye.